Welcome to I Quit Wine. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm thrilled you're here. If you're sick and tired of having a little bit more than you'd planned to drink and you're ready to change your relationship with wine, then you're in the right place. If you have a serious problem with alcohol, this isn't the place for you. Please get the help you need. Speak to your medical practitioner. But if you're ready to live a hangover-free life, well, then keep on listening. I'm thrilled to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about staying motivated to stop drinking. And this is something that's come up a little bit for me lately and with some people I've been speaking to and some clients. And I really wanted to discuss this here on the podcast because, you know, we particularly in the beginning stages and if you're someone like me that's been got a history of stopping and starting over a long period of time it can we can we can get those thoughts quite easily that like I can just stop again you know if I if I if I start I can it's really easy for me to stop because I remember the first time that I stopped for a year and that first month was really really hard Uh, and then I did a year and then I went back to it on off the same old cycle and then I had enough of it again and I stopped for two years and when I stopped for two years again that first month uh, was really really tough as well because I knew that it wasn't just I wasn't just doing like dry January or dry July or anything like that I was I knew I was stopping for a a significant amount of time maybe even forever that's what I thought at the time and every day was sort of there was some white knuckling that went on there was lots of deep breathing there was some EFT tapping there were all sorts of things to kind of get through that first 30 days and then after that it did become much easier And I really didn't struggle with any kind of cravings or anything like that. Uh, But because those first 30 days were so unpleasant, particularly the first probably 14 to 21 days, first two to three weeks, that was enough motivation for me to not want to go back to it for quite some time. I was like, I don't want to go through that again. And then when I did start up again after that, uh, and there was lots of starting and stopping, it really wasn't a, stopping wasn't really a big deal. It was staying stopped, which was the problem. And what I realised was like having to do the work of what's underneath that, of not just, like I'd heard so many people say in the past, it's, you know, it's nothing to do with the drinking. It's nothing to do with the alcohol. Alcohol isn't the problem. It's like, God what is the problem then? If it's not alcohol, surely it is alcohol. It's highly addictive. It's really easy just to get into that habit, drinking that little bit too much and drinking when you don't plan to because it's just so addictive. But really what's underneath that is usually a lot of healing that needs to go on. And that's what I've been focusing on the last, particularly the last year or so of my life is really doing a lot of that deep healing work. And so it feels very different this time um but not having that motivation of like it's so hard to stop that I don't want to go through that again that's not there anymore for me and I don't know about you but this it's it's 
taken quite a bit of work on my brain really on on my thoughts and through self-coaching and from being coached from my coach around really looking at this and pulling this apart because what I found was that whenever I was thinking about you know when that motivation waned and I was just kind of like oh well actually I'm a bit bored with this (laughs) I'm a bit bored with having such a clear mind all the time (laughs) hilarious I think that's the most hilarious thought ever being bored with clarity because we we crave clarity so much um but this has come up for me before and it's it's very easy to go to what you don't want so when my coach asked me what don't I want with when it comes to drinking like I don't want to create any health problems I don't want to have a heart attack or a stroke that's from not necessarily from drinking too much but from that the kind of insidious health effects of alcohol of having even even moderate amounts uh, a lot of research is really showing that and I've spoken about that before and there was one study I was listening about last week and it was around around breast cancer. There's different statistics that are put out there, but like this one said, it's 14, 15% more chance of a woman developing breast cancer from having one to two glasses a day, like moderate, quite moderate drinking, what would be considered minimal. Um, and that was really easy for my brain to go to of thinking like well I don't want this and I don't want this and I don't want this I don't want to have hangovers I don't want to feel terrible I don't want to give myself a hard time I don't want to wake up hating myself or drinking too much um and it's very easy to go to that um uh but then asking myself like what do I want what do I want and uh and of course once I start really focusing on that yeah what do I want I want a clear head every morning I want to be a great role model for kids for other women for um, you know other people who need to just see more examples of people having an amazing life without alcohol and because I really do believe that that is probably the biggest thing that we have to turn around in our own minds and then as a society as well i think in so many of us living in western societies it is considered the norm to like that alcohol is the way we have fun and that's we have to turn around our own minds first and then for that to have a bigger impact on our societies and you know the other thing has been like just being really proud of myself that I can have an amazing life without alcohol. That's another thing. Like when I ask myself, what do I want? Yeah, I do want that. Um, But the thing is that like our brains are still really primitive and we crave instant gratification. And our brains will argue for that instant gratification. (laughs) And it's, uh, it's something that can trip us up when it comes to living a glorious life without alcohol is that it's you know and we can have thoughts can come up that will be our brain's way of arguing for that I've got like you deserve it now you know you can easily stop again we'll start again on Monday just this once won't hurt and 
it's uh, like my brain was off of things like, as I said before, like, oh, it's a bit boring now being, you know, feeling healthy and having this clear head all the time, which is, which is like, I mean, that's just such an old belief of mine that it's like it's boring not to be misbehaving, basically. And we have to pick those apart. We have to just really question that. Like, what really is boring? So I started to ask myself, what is actually boring? What's boring? Hangovers are really boring. What else is boring? Drinking and repeating yourself or sitting with other people who are repeating themselves. Like, that's boring you know like the alcohol creates way more of the boringness than than uh, than that not drinking does and you know there's no there's no bad emotions there's nothing wrong with being bored it's actually a good thing you know uh same with feeling sad feeling any kind of emotion that would be construed as kind of like negative uh that it's a real opportunity for us just to just to process something, maybe see what's coming up, what really is underneath it, and processing it with just allowing the emotion, allowing it to be there, thinking that, like, where is it in our body? And absolutely get help with this with a therapist or somebody who's who's trained with helping you to process emotions if you need help with that. I know when I did my last coach certification with the Life Coach School a couple of years ago, it was one of the biggest things that I had to really work on was actually being able to recognize my feelings, being able to name them, being able to work out where they were in my body. It was almost like I felt like I said it I said it once in one of our training calls that it was almost like I felt like my head was disconnected from the rest of my body, that I just lived in my head and not in my body. And really learning that. And I've done a lot of work with different therapists and different people, different coaches, and all sorts of different modalities of really learning that, really learning how to actually recognize and feel emotions in my body. It's a really, really huge thing that I had to do because it's, so many of us go through our whole lives of just living in our heads and it's it's something that comes up in how to say in addiction in sobriety in 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 the world of really looking at anything that you're overdoing with your over over drinking with overeating over social mediaing <laughs> whatever it is is just overthinking is is just being in our heads too much and really recognizing what it is that you're trying not to feel because that's the real reason that we drink too much we're just we we can tell ourselves the story that it's because we like the taste of it and we like you know we love the feel we love just that relaxed feeling and everything and if that was true would never have more than about two drinks if that's all we wanted we just wanted the taste we might like the taste of steak but we wouldn't have 20 steaks you know <laughs> if we did we're like there's a serious problem here you know we might really like the taste of mangoes but you wouldn't eat 15 mangoes if you did you know like there's a little bit of a problem here why is one or maybe two not enough and same thing with alcohol we're trying not to feel something you know if we're saying we just want to sit down and have a few drinks with dinner um 
that's not relaxing, that's numbing. It is trying not to feel whatever is whatever is there. And yes, it can become a habit, absolutely can, because it is it is a because it's highly addictive. We know that. We know how addictive it is. So it's you know, this is just something to explore. The staying motivated, well, even the word motivated isn't possibly the right word because we know we can't be motivated all the time, but it's something I hear all the time. I hear women say, like, I just wish I was more motivated to stay on this path because, you know, I just, you know, I, and they keep going in that cycle that I was in for so long, the stop, start, stop, start cycle. Um, so really ask yourself what is it that you really want and if your brain is going to i want to not have a hangover i want to not hate myself i want to you know that's all the things you don't want what do you want what do you want and just really tell the truth about that because the truth is as the saying goes the truth will set you free it really will and like and if there's work to be done you know is it time to do that work now is it time and do you want to do you really want to see what's on the other side of this because I can tell you it's it's a beautiful life it's a really really beautiful life and I've been receiving so many emails lately from women all over the world sharing with me their their struggles and where they're really at with this and as the Amazing Brene Brown says that shame cannot survive being spoken when it's met with empathy. And believe me, your emails are being met with empathy. And if you want to email me, you can do that at um, IQW with Sarah at gmail.com. So IQW with Sarah, S A R A H, at gmail.com. They will absolutely. I, I try to reply to all the emails, and but I absolutely read and receive them and hear them. You can also send me a, a, a DM on Instagram as well. Um, I quit wine underscore with Sarah. Um, really fabulous to see your messages there as well. So come and follow me there. And of course, uh, any rates reviews of the podcast, anything you want to share there is um, is is amazing too and I will be back with you really soon I've got something amazing up my sleeve that I want I'll be sharing with you in a little while but for now just take really really exquisite care of yourself and be very very kind to yourself lots of love be back to you very soon bye for now Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to hear more, I would love you to subscribe to the show and a rating review would be so, so welcome. And pop along and see me on Instagram at iquitwine underscore with Sarah and feel free to pop me a DM and say hi and tell me what you've loved about the show. I'll be back with you really soon with another episode. Bye for now.